Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hosted by Ohio for responsible gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas. Welcome in to On The Money. I am Scotty Vegas with Ryan Baker filling in for Dave Biddle this morning. And uh, guys, what a brutal, brutal end to 2023 with that Cotton Bowl performance. 2023 started out like crap. Remember last year, obviously, as the clock struck midnight, Ohio State loses to Georgia and then it ends in a big way. So as a Buckeye fan, goodbye 2023. How are you today, Ryan? I'm doing well. I thought you were going to say it started off like crap because you guys were the first show of the year <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. 2023 yes. and now we're the last show of 2024 but i'm glad to be here uh with you my friend man i don't know and we all fall under the recency bias right but i don't know if i've ever seen a worse Ohio state football performance oh. in my life and i can guarantee you scott I have never seen a worse performance on the offensive line. That was atrocious. And the fact that nothing was done to fix it, whether it be go back to the personnel that you've used for the first 12 games of the year, or how about leaving a tight end in or a fullback in to help chip block or something. I only remember one time, Scott, and I went back and watched the game, the whole game yesterday morning and took notes on it. I only remember seeing one time on a pass play where they kept a tight end in, and it was G. Scott, and he actually made a nice block, and it gave Keenholes a clean pocket, and he made a completion. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you went there. Uh, first off, on the money, this is the show that gets you ready for sports betting. I got a big parlay today I'm real excited about. We got New Year's Day games that we're going to go over as far as the betting angles and things like that. But yeah, we, we got to start with this, this Cotton Bowl in Ohio State. And I'm glad you brought up the offensive line because I thought maybe the most embarrassing unit uh, Ohio State has had. And, and look, I've been following Ohio State football since I was uh, 10 years old, 1994. Five is when I can really first start remembering Eddie George's, of course, Heisman Trophy year. And Ryan, in all the years, I'm not sure there's been a unit throughout the year that was as awful as the offensive line was. I mean, it was a joke from start to finish this year. And this was an offense, by the way, for Ohio State throughout the entire year that struggled. You know, again, only scored 40 points in two games this year, one of which was against Western Kentucky. You can throw that one out because that's one of the worst defenses in the country. I mean, the weapons across the board for this team going into the year, you looked at it and it was like, oh my gosh, anybody could play quarterback on this team and be successful. Well, that was absolutely not true Ryan and it was not true we know because of that offensive line it was that awful it definitely wasn't true the other night that's for sure you know what's crazy is that offensive line I thought as the year went on started to play a little better you could see there were were still issues don't get me wrong but they had started to play better and then inexplicably 
you change your personnel for the last game of the year, and you've gotten two different reasons why now. And I think this is part of the problem. Fans are so angry. I remember hearing before the game in the lead-up to the Cotton Bowl, Ryan Day saying Matt Jones might get some time at center so we can help show his versatility for his NFL tape. Which, again, every other thing you said was we're going in trying to win this game. And then you say something like that, which contradicts it. And then after the game, you say... We did that because Carson had been struggling the past couple weeks in practice, and we thought that gave us the best chance to win. Well, it obviously didn't, so why weren't there changes? Right, right, exactly. And look, I went into this game, to be honest with you, it didn't really matter to me that much if Ohio State won that football game or not. Like, it didn't, you know, going forward, it, it is a meaningless bowl game, right? That's how the system is set up now, that that Cotton Bowl didn't mean a whole lot whether you win or lose it, you know? But the fact that they looked as horrendous and ill-prepared as they did, that was the problem for me. It was embarrassing. Like, as a Buckeye fan, I was actually down in West Virginia watching that game. And as a Buckeye fan, I was almost embarrassed to wear uh, an Ohio State shirt around in neutral territory because it was like that was as ugly of a game and performance as you will see as a Buckeye. And it's not often. Usually you wear that Buckeye shirt with pride. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, you know, this is Ohio State. And, you know, you're out in a, a neutral spot and, you know, you're proud of it. And... I was embarrassed. It was embarrassing to watch. It was like, I, I was almost, you know, that second half, it was like, gosh, I can't wait for this whole thing to get over with. Like, you knew Ohio State wasn't going to score. You know, you got the field goal. You knew they weren't putting uh, a touchdown on the board. Once it got to 7-3, it was like, oh, well, it's done. They're not going to score. And I, going into the game, the one thing that was interesting uh, about this game was we wanted to see how the quarterbacks were going to look. I don't think you could judge the quarterbacks at all uh, from that from that performance because of the offensive line. But number two, I was just really, really disappointed as a whole that this team had basically no motivation to be there. Well, it surely seemed like that for sure that there was no motivation. You were talking about the offense this year, Scotty. I retweeted this last night from Andy Backstrom from over at Letterman Row. Since Ryan Day joined the Ohio State coaching staff in 2017, the Buckeyes have scored 20 points or fewer five times versus Oklahoma in 2017. They scored 16 versus Purdue in 2018. They scored 20. The other three were this all year. this year. Yeah. Notre Dame, they scored 17. Penn State, they scored 20. And then they scored three the other night against Missouri. And, you know, there's it doesn't seem that there's any adjustments or any urgency to make adjustments. And it's it's... It's just really frustrating, and we're very spoiled as Ohio State fans. The run that we've had through the 2000s here is amazing. And the teams and the players that we've had on the field since John Cooper took over in 1988, because he really kind of changed things, made this a more national uh, recruiting base yep. for a program, all the players he had, and then what Trestle did and Urban did. We've been very, very spoiled. It seems right now, though... It's slipping away just a little bit. And it might not even be just a little bit, Ryan. There are some serious things that need to change. And uh, by the way, that transfer portal, because we are keeping an eye on it, closes January 2nd. Okay. So close fast enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. You got three days left today, tomorrow, and then January 2nd. And then that portal is closed. So we will keep an eye on that because we know Will Howard is rumored to possibly be headed here. 
here. We'll see. We're waiting on that news. We're waiting on news on is anybody else going to leave the Ohio State program? So that is what we're keeping an eye on for sure. But I wanted to get to this. Because, you know, when I go back and I mentioned I started as a fan in, in 1995, there's always a lasting memory of a team. You know, if I could go back every single year, there's always one or two things that I, that sticks out that I remember about that team. For me, there's two things that I will remember about this team. Number one is Marvin Harrison and how great he was, right? I've got that on my list. Yeah. Just an amazing player. Number two. Sadly, the lasting impression on this team is going to be that Ohio State lost to an interim head coach at Michigan with everything on the line. Those are the two things that I think five years from now I'm going to remember about this team. What about you? Are you in the same boat? Definitely, Marvin. I don't know how it can't be. Um, I think I'm going to remember a defense that was championship level, but an offense at the quarterback position and offensive line that couldn't hold its weight. Yeah, and after that Cotton Bowl game, lots of opinions, lots of state should Ohio State move on from some of those assistant coaches? Is Will Howard the future? The most burning questions is next on On the Money. More of Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. This whole first hour is all college football. I'm Scotty Vegas with Ryan Baker in for Dave Biddle today. And this On the Money action update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Broken screen blues from throwing your phone after losing a bet. Visit a local Mobile Center store. Let's look now at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for the college football playoff lines. Michigan is a one and a half point favorite in the Rose Bowl against Alabama. Minus 125 on the on the money line Alabama you like them to pull off the upset they are plus 105 and in the Sugar Bowl Texas is a four-point favorite over Washington minus 175 on the money line and Washington if you like them to win they are plus 150 on the money line all right back to Ohio State we had a lot of common statements after that Cotton Bowl from Buckeye fans, and I want to get into each one individually and determine are they an overreaction or are they the truth? Because there are a lot of big time statements out there, and I think we need to go through this one by one. First one I'm going to throw out at you, Ryan, is Parker Fleming should be fired as special teams coordinator, and uh, Ryan Day needs to make a change at that point. You agree or disagree, or is that an overreaction? One thousand percent agree with that one. I wrote just this is just from the Cotton Bowl notes I wrote down on special teams. This is what I wrote: special teams are awful. Fair catch inside the ten twice, (laughs) missed field goal penalties. They lost the field position battle all game, especially in that first half. When's the last time that Ohio State received? And I know the game is different now. We don't care about returns as much. When's the last time? 
that Ohio State went back to catch a punt or a kick and you thought, oh boy, this is a, they got a chance here. It's a joke. It is a joke. The special teams have been horrendous. And, and catching the ball at the four-yard line is one of the dumbest things you can ever do off a punt. And that happened. And then, by the way, you didn't even mention this. How about the delay of game on the first punt of the game? I mean, just so and, stupid. And this is not just a one-game thing. This has been a trend throughout the whole year. A big reason why Ohio State was in bad field position against Michigan is because they couldn't punt the ball. I mean, they're just mistakes after mistakes after mistakes, not just this last game, not just this season. It's been a mess. I agree with that statement. And part of that, the delay of game, part of that has to go on the head coach. That's not just Parker Fleming's fault. Part of that has to go on the head coach. This, though, to me, this is not an overreaction because this has been something that's been talked about all year. This isn't just a cotton bowl instant overreaction. This is something that has been percolating for a while. Okay. Number two, Devin Brown is made of glass and will never be successful at Ohio State. Again, this is comments that we're seeing on Twitter and on message boards. We're going to go through them. Are they an overreaction or are they the truth? Devin Brown made of glass and will never be successful. Do you agree with that one? I don't know if that's true, and here's why. I don't think he was a 1,000% healthy going into that game because if you look, the play that he tweaked the ankle on again, that didn't look like anything. That wasn't really much of a... His his cleat got caught in the ground a little, but that ankle didn't turn much for him to be hobbling like that. So he was not healthy still with that ankle going into the game. He's also... He could have broken a rib on that play where he got blindsided and landed right on the ball. So I don't know if that's true or not. And I'll say this, that with the injury-wise, you never know. And this kind of goes into our next your next overreaction, whatever. Yep. Anybody that judges either of those quarterbacks from what they saw Friday is crazy because those quarterbacks didn't have a fighting chance. Yeah, number three is Lincoln Keenholz showed he is clearly not the future. And look, I, I agree with you. You cannot say, uh, you cannot judge a quarterback based on that game with how horrendous that offensive line was. Now, he didn't do anything, right? Lincoln Keenholz didn't go out there and show that he's the guy uh, or the future. Um, again, it's tough to judge. I saw a lot of bowl games where backup quarterbacks came in and were successful this year. This was obviously not the case. Uh, as going back on Devin Brown, too, there's not one thing there to suggest to me that he's the guy. That tweet that he put out, you know, that everybody got excited about, that doesn't count to me. Um, but we'll see. I, I don't think you can judge it. I think those are a tiny bit of an overreaction. Scotty, real quick yep. on that Ohio State quarterbacks dropped back to pass 23 times in that game. Yep. 14 times they were officially called under pressure. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of those, it was less than a second. The pressure was coming. The worst thing for a quarterback ever is pressure right up the gut, and it happened all game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next, this is, again, where you're going over statements from the from the Cotton Bowl from Buckeye fans immediately after the game. Are they an overreaction or are they the truth? The next statement, Justin Fry, the Ohio State offensive line coach, He's got to be gone. He's got to be fired. Agree, disagree. I think this is an overreaction because I do think there was improvement in that offensive line through the year. I don't know what happened with Carson Hensman, why they did what they did. Enoch, whatever, gosh, I can't even say his name now. (laughs) I said it so much yesterday, but there's a reason he had only had one start in five years. 
you know, he looked awful. He was graded at like a 48% in that game from PFF. Every time there was a stunt, he didn't know what to do. It was brutal. I don't know whose call that was, but it was the wrong call. And the fact that they stuck with it and didn't change it makes it even more of a wrong call. Unless there's something out there that we don't know disciplinary-wise in this situation. But still... Try somebody else yeah. at some point. Uh, I don't know if that's true because Justin Fry hasn't been here very long. And maybe he's not the guy. I don't know. But I don't think he needs to go at this point. I just know if I was in charge of something that failed that miserably, I'd expect to be in big trouble myself. Uh, all right. Last one. Ryan Day needs to give up the play calling. And he gets one more season at OSU. It is not successful. Then he's gone. Well, that's very possible because remember... Friday night was the last Ohio State football game that will be played with Gene Smith as the AD. Yep. So a new guy comes in. If they don't like the way things are next year, I don't know. Here's my thing. You have to give me a concrete answer as to who's coming in to replace Ryan Day. Who are the options If at you're least, getting yeah. rid of me, I don't think taking the play calling duties away from Ryan Day is the right call, but it feels like something has changed since he's been the head coach, he's more, he doesn't let it rip with he's the head coach. It's like there's more on the line, so he's more concerned. You know, I don't know what it is, and they didn't try, you know, that reverse pass with Emeka, which if Emeka makes a good throw, that could have been a touchdown. Yeah. You know, uh, but I just, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't think, like, you're just going to give it to Brian Hartline? We have no clue if he can call plays or not. Well, that's a problem. You absolutely need an offensive coordinator that can call plays. I, I really do believe that. I think Day has to share, at least share some of those responsibilities. And, watch Texas. Watch Washington. Watch these playoff teams and the creativity on offense. I know that those teams have good elite quarterbacks and Ohio State didn't this year, but still, scoring 40 twice this year is not enough from this offense. All right, college football changes a lot in 2024. It will never again look like it did this year. We look ahead to next season and the Buckeyes next on On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right, you gotta pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play to set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. Hey friends, Common Man and T-Bone here for the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Yes, but we also want you to know about the Pen Play Rewards app. It's free to download and set up. Set up the Pen Wallet feature to get pen cash for slots, tables, or dining during your next visit. Yep, you could even receive over $1,000 in rewards. And of course, you can still bet all your favorite games at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. So do that too, losers. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. <laughs> 
The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Ohio's sports destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money, Scotty Vegas. And Ryan Baker is in for Dave Biddle. Dave will be back with me on Wednesday night for Wednesday night's edition of On the Money. And uh, we're talking all college football in our number one. And college football will look completely different in 2024 than it did in 2023. I say for the better, Ryan, you kind of say for the worse. You don't like the playoff expansion. I think you are an absolute crazy man for thinking that way. But I still believe that there are other things in this sport that need fixed. We're going to get into that in just a second, but I wanted to read off to you. If this were next year, your quarterfinal matchups would likely have been this week. So this week we'd be watching these games. You'd have number one seed Michigan against number eight seed Oregon. That would be a blast. You would have Washington as the two going up against Ohio State as the seven in the quarterfinals. You'd have the three seed Texas against Georgia and then the four seed Alabama against Florida State. That's what we would be doing right now if it was next year. That's why I cannot wait for the expansion. Instead, we're getting crappy games like, yeah, Yesterday, which was Georgia and Florida State, which was an absolute joke. You had other meaningless games like Ohio State, Missouri, like that Penn State, Ole Miss game. Nobody cared. Nobody really wanted to be there. Yeah, you win the game. Who cares? Uh, but next year, totally different. But there's a few things out there still, Ryan, that I think need fixed in college football. Number one to me is the scheduling. I hate 
hate how uh, the scheduling is in college football where you'll have teams that are playing absolutely nobody for the first month of the year and then you have teams that are willing to go out and schedule good teams. I just wish there was a uniform schedule. I know that you got to play, you know, the Ohio U's, the Toledo's, the Bowling Greens, the Youngstown States to, to help raise money for those schools and keep them active in college football. I just wish you would have one of those a year and then the rest you're playing power teams. Power four now that Pac-12 is going to be gone. I wish that would change in scheduling. I know for wanting the big games, better games supposedly, That's but does it even matter next year? Yes. It doesn't matter next year. We need because more marquee all, football games. And, and here's my thing. Did that Ohio State team the other night deserve to be in a playoff? Yes. Yes, because it would have been a completely different team, Ryan. You can't How, what, compare it. Hold on. What would have been different? Well, you'd you, have had Marvin Harrison. Yeah, maybe that's a big Ky- difference. Maybe maybe Kyle McCord, but does yeah. that change? Does Kyle McCord change anything? Yeah, Kyle McCord and uh, Marvin Harrison being out there, yes, that would change quite a bit, Ryan. They not, deserve the shot. Not if that Missouri team was bringing the pressure that they were like that and that offensive line played like that. We deserve to see if Georgia was the best team in college football this year. I think that's very fair, and I think this year is an anomaly okay, with that. Maybe, but, but I'm fixing scheduling. The other thing is I still absolutely hate the targeting rule. Look, I, I'm okay with giving a 15-yard penalty. I don't like the you're thrown out of the game immediately with the targeting. I hate that. I always hate that. I wish that would change. Sec- the other thing is the helmet communication. Look, we know the whole deal with the sign stealing stuff. I still think it's absolutely ridiculous that we have so many fake yeah. coaches. We have coaches in, in different color uh, shirts over there making these weird signals at these players when we could just be having the helmet communication. Which in these bowl games, they had the choice to choose Correct. that. And I remember hearing in the press conference with Drinkwitz and Ryan Day, they were asked why they chose not to. And they were like, well, you know, changing it up on the fly. We don't want to. That sounds stupid to me. Why wouldn't you try it? Like, what? It, what, what is it going to do if you have a little mishap in your communication? It obviously wouldn't have ma- mattered for Ohio State at all because you didn't have enough time to get the playoff off anyway but yeah i you i don't understand why that's yeah let's get that taken care of for sure two other quick things in college football that need change i would love to see a commissioner of the sport somebody smart needs to be making decisions for the sport as a whole lastly i think those group of five conferences should get together and do a playoff themselves look it's going to be really hard you might have one spot in the 12 team playoff for one of those group of five teams but why not get a second tournament going another 12 team tournament where you've got the MAC champion and you got the Sun Belt and you got the WAC and all the other conferences. I would love a group of five playoff. I actually like that a lot because maybe it would bring something back to these bowl games because bowl games are absolutely meaningless now. Nobody cares. They really are. All right, I love betting on New Year's Day. Maybe my third favorite day of the year to bet behind March Madness opening Thursday. Maybe that first Sunday at NFL action too, but I love New Year's Day bets. We're going to talk about what the best bets are for New Year's Day next on On the Money. More of Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. To Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Man, I love New Year's Day. Love the college football betting action that we get. This on the money action update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Want to watch the big game during your kids' exciting sporting events or bored at work? Then pick up a portable charger at Mobile Center so you will never run out of the juice. Let's look at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for the college football national championship exact results. Michigan to beat Texas in the championship game is plus 360. That's the favorite. Uh, right behind it is Alabama over Texas, 4-1. to one. The longest shots are Washington to beat Alabama at 15 to 1 and Washington to beat Michigan is 16 to 1. Those are your college football national championship exact result odds. All right, let's talk about New Year's Day. And I think we got to start out with the Michigan Alabama again because I know most people around here are pulling hard for Alabama to win the national championship or to at least beat and knock out Michigan. And I got to tell you, I actually think that's the way I'm going to be betting this one, Ryan. Michigan has not wowed anyone offensively. Alabama has a ton of defensive talent. I think they've got probably potentially four first-round guys for the NFL on defense. Uh, they've got a better scheme than anyone in the nation. Giving Nick Saban a month to prepare for your offense is a really bad idea. And, oh, by the way, Jim Harbaugh, he has sucked, absolutely sucked in bowl games, especially big playoff games. Thoughts on that game? Yeah, they're 0-3, right, in CFP games all time, Michigan is, I believe. Is it, I think they're two. I is think, it? I know they lost to TCU, mm-hmm. and the year before that, who'd they lose to um, in the playoff? Georgia. They lost to Georgia. So okay. they're 0-2. I think okay. they're 0-2. But regardless, you know what's funny is Alabama may be the hottest team in the country right now with the run that they've been on here. I was all over Alabama, and I'm still leaning that way. But I don't know why the closer we get to this game, I'm getting more and more of a feeling in my gut that Michigan might do it. Really? Interesting. I don't, I don't know why, but... You know, it's funny. I, I ran across CBS put these stats out there. J.J. McCarthy before and after uh, Connor re- uh, Stallions resigned. So his numbers, eight games. This was while Connor Stallions was still at Michigan. Eight games. And he was uh, had a 78% completion percentage, 225 yards per game, 18 touchdowns, three picks. The five games after Connor Stallions was gone, 68%, 166 passing yards per game, one touchdown, one interception. I mean, those numbers are crazy. It's pretty interesting. And you know what else? Now that I'm thinking about it a little bit, and I know things are different with these bowl games, yada, yada. But you saw what Ohio State and Missouri did the other night. And Missouri played Georgia really tough this year. Yep. And obviously Alabama just beat Georgia. Michigan went to the very end with this Ohio State team. Again, it was a different Ohio State team. So maybe that makes me feel better about the Alabama way, doing some football math here. But I don't know. Just for some reason, those are interesting numbers on J.J. McCarthy. Though. Yeah. Yeah, the other New Year's Day game, obviously we've got the other playoff game with uh, Washington and uh, Texas. Texas the four-point favorite in that game. I've been going back and forth on that one. Initially, I thought Texas, but now I, I just, you know, that Washington offense, and they have two fantastic wide receivers. Actually, 
want to go back and I, I, I'm not going to bet this game. I might bet it live, but I kind of feel like Washington is the live dog. I think they like being the underdog in this matchup. To me, and I could be proven majorly wrong, this is the easiest money on the board. Mm. I don't understand why Texas is favored. I don't get it. I think Washington is the best team in the country. I think they've been the best team in the country all year long. And you know what else? I'm not convinced Oregon wasn't the second best team in the (laughs) country. They just played Washington twice. Uh, You know, a lot of people think I'm crazy. Washington uh, right now... I need to pull it back up just to make sure. Right now, Washington to win is plus 750. Yeah. And a Washington to defeat Alabama in the national championship game 15? is 15 to 1. Yeah. I think those are great bets to put some money on. That is enticing. The 15 to 1, you, you really piqued my interest there. All right. We're going to get back, talk to, about Ohio State. What are the three most important things this offseason heading into 2024? That is next on On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. 2023 coming to an end. A great thing for Buckeye fans because it started in a horrendous way and it ended in a really bad way in the Cotton Bowl as well. So goodbye, 2023. You sucked. OSU basketball got the win last night over West Virginia in overtime. That was nice to see. Roddy Gill, a huge performance up there in Cleveland, and the Buckeyes got it done. All right, this segment... We are going to talk about OSU football heading into 2024. We're going to forget about 2023 and uh, go with what is the most important things about 2024. And to me, it's it's very obvious. I think everybody should have this as number one on their list. Figure out who the quarterback is in the spring. All right. I don't want to go into another fall where you have two or three guys battling it out. I want to know who the quarterback's going to be. Who is QB1? And let's figure that out in the spring. And it sounds like we're going through the transfer portal. Again, that transfer portal closes January 2nd. So we'll have a little clarity in the next couple of days. But it sounds like the Buckeyes are interested in a quarterback out of Kansas State. Will Howard, six foot five, 240 pounds, has a ton of career starts under his belt. His numbers against Texas this year, 327 yards, four touchdowns in an overtime loss. His numbers at Missouri this year, 270 passing yards, three touchdowns. And he can run the ball a little bit. 350 rushing yards, nine touchdowns. Thoughts? I, I, I assume number one for you for this coming year for Ohio State is the quarterback situation. No, no it's not. Whoa. Not after the other night. You got to figure this offensive line out because it doesn't matter if you put Peyton Manning, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady. It doesn't matter who you put back there. If that offensive line plays like it did the other night, 
they're not going to succeed. So I don't care if it's Lincoln. I don't care if it's Air. I don't care if it's Devin Brown. I don't care if it's Will Howard. You've got to get this offensive line fixed. It's so funny, Ryan. Here's my my next notes. Better get better on offensive line, or it wouldn't, or it will not matter who the quarterback is. That's exactly what I wrote down. I agree with you. I still think having QB one this spring is a must. And thoughts on Will Howard, because I know that, you know, there's so many rumors out there based on who he's now following on Twitter and on social media. I am actually pretty excited about the possibility of Will Howard. I went back, watched some tape of Will Howard. He's got big numbers against big teams, and that's what I like. You know, I told you a while ago, someone told me, watch for Will Howard yes, at Ohio you, State. And, and it was 15 to 1 at that point. And then you heard, oh, it was guaranteed Will Howard was going to Texas A&M. Then it was guaranteed, oh, Will Howard was going to USC. Here's my thing with this. I liked Will Howard all along because I didn't think Will Howard was a guy that had to come in and start. He could be a guy that could come in and compete because I still think Ohio State really likes Devin Brown, and I still think Ohio State really likes Lincoln Keenholes, and I know from hearing him on signing day, they're really high on Air Nolan yeah. as well. So that's why I liked what I heard about Will Howard. I just don't know if Will Howard was the answer. Wouldn't he be somewhere else already? It's kind of concerning. Just like Kyle McCord ended up at Syracuse, you know, which kind of told you all you needed to know about Kyle McCord and what people thought of him. I just think if Will Howard was the answer, somebody, one of these teams, USC, uh, Notre Dame, even though they always had their eye on um, Riley Leonard, Florida State, Miami, I think one of these teams would have scooped him up by now. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I get that. But I also understand that, you know, he has the possibility to go into a unbelievable situation at Ohio State as far as the weapons that they're going to have. I can't, you know, the one thing about Travion Henderson, you know, there's been a lot of talk that he's coming back. I don't think it's official yet. He said one way or the other. But again, the weapons that Ohio State's offense is going to have for these quarterbacks is great, right? We know the number one recruiting the country as a wide receiver and Jeremiah's coming in here. We know that uh, there's stacked talent in the wide receiver room. So I think the the situation for Will Howard makes it like, okay, I'm going to wait and see if Ohio State does become available, and I think it is. And if I'm Will Howard and I saw that performance from the offensive line tonight, <laughs> I'm the Forrest Gump meme running down the driveway and down the road. <laughs> no, no, not with the not with the weapons that Ohio State has. All right, coming up next, Ryan and I are going to build the ultimate 2024 Ooh, futures parlay. They have to be worth more than 50 to 1. Get out the hammer. We're going to do some building next on On the Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Hey, friends, Common Man and T-Bone here for the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Yes, but we also want you to know about the Pen Play Rewards app. It's free to download and set up. Set up the Pen Wallet feature to get pen cash for slots, tables, or dining during your next visit. Yep, you could even receive over $1,000 in rewards. And, of course, you can still bet all your favorite games at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. So do that, too, losers. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. <laughs> Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave, but a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right, you gotta pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot. 
but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play. To set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta. Brett Wharf. ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. From the Ohio News Network. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. For seventy two thousand, would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at six one four four seventy two thousand six one four four seventy two thousand. Even putting back a few and a few becomes a few too many for a moment you think of calling for a ride but nah you live nearby what's the worst that could happen you get pulled over your insurance goes up you lose your license you total your car you kill someone the results of driving drunk are tragic that's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives so if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks think again drive sober or get pulled over paid for by nitsa the fan, the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. This is going to be a fun couple days in the sports betting world. And by the way, you can tweet at us because we're going to be talking about the best and worst bets of 2023. So hit us up. I'm going to give away a $50 Amazon gift card to the person who sends us in the best story that they have, betting story, whether it was a win or a loss. So you can tweet us, go to, you can do it actually multiple places, Scotty Vegas 971. You can go 971 The Fan. You can go on the money 971. So get that tweet in. $50 Amazon card. And if you kind of send us a screenshot of your best or worst bet, that might give you a little extra credit and a chance to win that $50 Amazon gift card in the next hour. All right. It's time to build. Okay. I love to build these big future parlays. And here's the rules. It's got to be three things. It's got to be in 2024 and it's got to be more than 50 to one. So give me your three futures bets, Ryan Baker, that we are parlaying together and making a lot of money on. All right, I got one here, and I think two legs of this could be pretty much locks. Ooh, you know, I like it's, it's possible. So the one I think is for sure. Connor Bedard, number one pick in this last year's NFL draft, or NHL draft, excuse me. He is minus 450 to win the Calder 
trophy okay. in the NHL, which goes to the rookie of the year. Then I've got the San Francisco 49ers at plus 225 to win the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm with you on that. And then the Cincinnati Reds. Whoa. Where are we going with them? They are 18 to 1 to win the National League pennant. Ooh, baby. You wrap that up in a ball, you put a little parlay on it, you've got a plus 7447, so $100 wins you almost 75 grand. 7500 7, 7, 7, 7500 7, 7, 7, excuse me. Throw a thousand on it, there Ryan you go. Baker. Then we got that. <laughs> here's a, here's another one for you, by yeah. the way. Let's swap out the Reds. Okay. I like that. I like where you're going already. For the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC. Ooh, it's what are the they? exact same odds. Sixteen. They're eighteen to one. I think I'm more intrigued with that one than I am with the Reds. Although I don't know. Gosh, can you, it might be, they might not let you parlay the Browns winning the AFC with the 49ers winning Possible. the Super Bowl. Uh, that's a I'll good question. We'll have to look into that. All right. Here's mine. Again, I love building these huge future parlays. And actually, if one or two hits, then you can hedge the other way and make sure you make money on it. Uh, I have the 49ers to win the Super Bowl as well at plus 225. I have Alabama to win the national championship. That's two to one. And then parlay those two with a golfer. And I'm taking Brooks Kepka at the Masters. Almost won it this last year. Went into Sunday with a three-shot lead. He is 16 to one at the Masters. I think there's only a handful of guys who can win at Augusta. You have to play well there previously. Brooks has played well he's knocking on the door he's just a big time player if we get those three together 49ers to win the super bowl alabama to win the national championship brooks kepka to win the masters it's 164 to one could you imagine going into masters week knowing you put 100 bucks to win sixteen thousand dollars on brooks kepka to win the green jacket scotty vegas would be hedging like a crazy <laughs> fool that weekend oh baby <laughs> and reminder get those stories in all right we want them because next hour we're going to talk all about 2023 and the legalized sports betting that we've had so that's good i like these three things though Kepka, 49ers, and Alabama. You and I are both kind of in the same train about the 49ers. Despite the fact that they looked so poorly against Baltimore last week, you and I both still think they are the team to beat in the NFL. I don't know if I I don't know if I believe that though. Oh. Like I like that in that bet, obviously, but I don't know if I believe that because I don't I'm I don't fully trust. Brock Purdy, and I don't fully trust Kyle Shanahan, quite frankly. Okay, but they are the team you they, trust the most in the NFL, correct? I don't know. If, I don't know if it's that. It's hard. It's hard for me, and I know they've looked terrible. It's hard for me to go against Mahomes and the Chiefs right now, Still. and Andy Reid, like that duo of Mahomes and Reid. I have so much faith in, even though it's been so bad. I. I don't know. Like, there's so many questions about everyone else. The one thing I don't question is that duo. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. 
last night we saw perhaps the best NFL game of the year. It had the craziest ending of the year. The Lions wow. and Cowboys. Uh, Taylor Decker scored what should have been the game-winning two-point conversion right there uh, in the last minute of the game. Looked like he went in, told the referee, I'm eligible. They said he wasn't. They threw a flag, and the Cowboys ended up coming up with a 20-19 to win. We're going to talk more about that next hour. We're also going to talk about your 2023 betting stories. Uh, why don't you parlay another hour with us? We have NFL betting advice. We're talking biggest and best moments of 2023. Stay with us on the fan or join us on the fan app. For Ryan Baker, Scotty Vegas, this is On The Money. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Biddle places over-unders on how many traffic lights he hits coming into the studio. This is On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Welcome in to On The Money, hour number two. Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker in for Dave Biddle today. And we're sending 2023 out. And we're not going to talk much about it because it was a terrible year for Ohio State. Uh, started poorly with that loss to Georgia. Ended poorly with that disgusting, ugly Cotton Bowl against Missouri. Ohio State basketball had a rough year. Hey, last night, I'm glad you brought this up in your in your update. Ohio State finds a way to get it done uh, up in Cleveland against West Virginia. They were a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Ohio State ends up needing overtime. And I got to tell you, Roddy Gale put together one of those games that just, you know, th- that was huge, right? I mean, every time you needed a big bucket, he stepped up, hit some threes. He took the ball to the rim. Like, this was, this Roddy Gale showed you his ceiling yesterday, and it's pretty high. Now, the fact that the Buckeyes were able to find a way to win that game, despite the fact that Bruce Thornton really, really struggled offensively, uh, the fact that you didn't get a lot from the big guys, but basically Roddy Gale stepped up in a big way and got it done for Ohio State for the Buckeyes to get a, a win, a much-needed win, because this would have been a devastating loss heading into the new year. Absolutely, especially the start they got out to in that game. You mentioned I mentioned there in the update, pretty good company yeah. Roddy Gale kept with that game. I mean, both D'Angelo Russell and Evan Turner were number two picks in the NBA draft, I yeah. believe, correct? So uh, that's uh, great. Evan Turner, by the way, one of my favorite Buckeyes of all time. Oh. You know, probably my second favorite Buckeye basketball player behind Jimmy Jackson. But uh, man, he's a uh, He's uh, Evan Turner was one of my favorites, but Roddy Gale from the first time I saw him last year, and I know this is pretty, I'm not comparing him to this guy, but I saw a lot of Russell Westbrook and Roddy Gale just in his explosiveness, his athletic ability. When Roddy Gale wants to get to the hoop, chances are he's getting to the hoop. He's a lot of times the best athlete on the floor, and man, it's nice to see his game starting to round out and grow a little bit this year. Yeah, it's funny. This is a backcourt 
that with Thornton and Gale can do big things. It really is. It's a really good backcourt. And then, by the way, throw in Jamison Battle because Battle hit some humongous shots yesterday as well. Five from 11 from the three-point line, 17 points. So really, Gale's 32 and Battle's 17 made up for the fact that Bruce Thornton, four of 12. Uh, I did like Bruce Thornton's ability in overtime to kind of get things going a little bit. But Ohio State, you know, they get a big lead in the first half. And look, unfortunately, Ohio State basketball and big leads don't necessarily translate to easy wins. And uh, they they ended up starting out the game pretty well, getting a big lead, and then couldn't score for about eight minutes. I think the last eight minutes of the first half, they scored a total of four points. But they hold on, get the win. I like that this holiday tournament idea, or at least they, they played three games back to back to back, in Cleveland yesterday where they had all Ohio teams. They had Ohio University playing a game earlier. They played Akron. Then they had Ohio State. It's something that I can't believe that Ohio has not organized an Ohio basketball tournament. We've been talking about it. I feel like for 20 years that Ohio needs to get together and do it. I like that they had this triple header of Ohio teams. Let me go a little further with that. How yeah. about, and it's good to have OU Akron, like you mentioned, maybe Toledo, Bowling Green, yada, yada. Xavier, Dayton, right? How about Cincy. we just do a Cincy, Ohio State, Xavier, and Dayton? Uh, you know, play it so you, where, wherever you want it. Wright State, at UC, at UD. I mean, UD, that arena is great for any basketball. Why don't we play those four in a tournament every year? How fun would that be? It is so stupid that that's never happened. Like, it is. It's it is, ridiculous. And it has been talked about, Ryan. And look, I, I've been following OSU basketball since the mid-90s. And I feel like even back then, it was talked about as this is something that should happen. And it just never does. And I I would actually argue, let's play it in Cleveland every year because I like the the idea of a neutral site. I know ideally you want college games on college campuses, but I like the idea of Ohio State, Cincinnati, Xavier, Dayton, and throw in some Mac schools too, getting together and doing it on a neutral court. You know what? This is kind of weird too for, for Ohio teams. You could even do it in Indy. Indy would be sure. just as cool, no, you know. No, let's but, keep it in state. Okay. I'm just, I mean, how how fun would that be? Like We could do it one year. In Cleveland, one year at Nationwide Arena. Sure. One year, you Cincinnati. know, somewhere down there. I mean, there's just, it just makes too much sense. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But Ohio State finds a way, gets the win. Their next game will be back into the Big Ten where they're one and one, and they will take on Rutgers Wednesday night. Wednesday night. And that's at home, and that's a game that Ohio State really should win. Rutgers uh, is eight and four on the year, but actually yesterday played and did not look good against a school called Stonehill. I have heard of a lot of college basketball teams. I had never heard of Stonehill before. What what is their mascot? What is the Stonehill? I feel like it should be the Hammers or something. It is the Seahawks. That's that's not nearly as cool. (laughs) And uh, by the way, Rutgers wins that game by one. So Ohio State, find a way to get it done on Wednesday. Let's get this new year started out right. You really like this Ohio State basketball team. I I think. I don't want to speak for you. I feel like you do. I am not there at all yet with this team. Um, I wouldn't say really like. In fact, they 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 
caused me a lot of uh, <laughs> angst. As, I can tell by your text messages. Uh, yeah, as my uh, my <laughs> my text messages to you yesterday after they couldn't score for eight minutes, and I, I just feel like unfortunately they struggle with uh, with a little bit of pressure. They struggled with the zone. I I think they're a tournament team. Ryan ceiling maybe they can make it to the Sweet Sixteen. I don't think they're getting too much further than that. The other thing that was going on last night that ended up being perhaps the most interesting NFL game of the year was the Cowboys and Lions. And this game mattered a lot as far as the playoff seeding and what's going to happen in the NFC. And it ended up with maybe one of the weirdest endings that I've seen in a very, very long time. So the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy make the stupid decision that under two minutes to go up for, eh, we don't want to run the ball. We don't want to run the clock. It's first and 25. We're going to try and throw the football and give the Lions a chance at the end. And that's exactly what they did. They gave the ball back to the Lions. Lions were down seven with about a minute to go. Got the ball, drove all the way down the field very easily, scored the touchdown, and then... Dan Campbell and the Lions decide we're going to go for two in the win, which I love it. I loved Dan Campbell's call to say, hey, we're going to get the ball. We're going to go down. We're going to score. And then we're going to go for two and we're going to win the game. I love the confidence with Dan Campbell. They go down, they score. And then it looks like Taylor Decker goes up to the ref and declares himself eligible as a wide receiver. You have to do that, right? And it looks like he did. It looks like the, the refs even give a little head nod. And then he goes to talk to the Cowboys to say who's eligible and who's not. Well, then the Lions run the play. Taylor Decker scores the two-point conversion play. And then a flag comes flying out. And it's illegal touching by Taylor by Taylor Decker. And after the game, ESPN has the you know the ES the rules analyst come on. I think his name's John Perry comes on and says, "Well, Taylor Decker is at fault because he has to really, really be emphatic that he is eligible to come in." And I thought it was the most ridiculous, stupid argument out there because Taylor Decker obviously went up to the ref, obviously said he was eligible. Jared Goff made him go over. Made him go over. The ref even gave a little nod and then went to talk to the Cowboys. And then for some reason, maybe he forgot, maybe he thought number, he's, I think number 70 yeah, was also 70 in the conversation. Did. And so it ended up being a penalty. The Lions still decide to go for two. And uh, they do ultimately do not get it. And so the Cowboys Cowboys win, but it was one of those games where I just had it on a second TV for a while, and then it got so good at the end that I threw it on the on the main, and and it was one of the weirdest endings I've seen in a long time. It's such a shame that a great football game like that was is marred in this at the end. It sucks that the refs are involved in the end of this game because that was such a quality game, Scotty. It's so funny you mentioned. Mike McCarthy making that stupid decision. He's terrible. This is why I cannot get with the Cowboys making it and winning to the Super Bowl yeah. because it's always something that the Cowboys do. It seems like this is a championship-level defense. And I think Dak, I don't know if he's a championship-level quarterback, but I believe he is a championship-level leader in that the guys want to play for this guy. They love him. It just seemed, even back when he was at Mississippi State, it seems like his team just rallies around him. He rallies the troops really well. 
Uh, but this is why I just can't get behind the Cowboys because it seems like there's always something with the Cowboys. Even last night after the game, Jerry Jones has to be the center of attention. Of and it's just very frustrating. This Lions team, I'm not there with them yet, but man, they're really close. They're getting there to be in one of those teams that can make it and be a Super Bowl quality team. What a Super Bowl. What a story it would be if it was the Browns and, and the, the Lions in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that would really be something. I will tell you this about Dan Campbell, the, the the Lions head coach. I love the onions to go for the two there. To go. Hold on, hold on. You got to say onions! it. There we go. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, he is fantastic. He went in the press conference and the fire that he had in that press conference last night. It was, it was so entertaining. Uh, Lions are, are easy to root for because of Dan Campbell. Uh, I love that guy. You know who else? Why they're easy to root for for me, too? Jared Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff was a guy that got to the Super Bowl with the Rams, and they said, you know what? You're not good enough. And guess what? It worked out for the Rams. They made the trade. They got Matt Stafford. They won a Super Bowl. But I would love to see it for Jared Goff because he was a guy almost like Jalen Hurts in college. Cast aside for the next guy, for Tua. We didn't think you could do it. Then Jalen Hurts comes in and wins a national championship for that team. Then he goes on and it's become what he has become. I, I root for Jared Goff because of, you know, he got him to where they needed to go just about, and then they cast him aside. Yeah, that's a great call. Another guy that's easy to root for, Joe Flacco. I mean, this story with the Browns crazy. is unbelievable. So I, I pulled up, uh, this, this, this bet is unbelievable. I have to read this because obviously this is on the money. This is all about sports betting. And this is one of my favorite <laughs> bets that I've, I've seen. Joe Flacco on December 6th was 250 to one to be comeback player of the year. Someone out there put $54 on it. A reasonable little bet, right? 54 mm-hmm. bucks. Flacco to be comeback player of the year at 250 to 1. And that bet pays out $15,000. And he is now even money. And this, Ryan, is why I need Biff's Almanac. Okay, <laughs> this is why I need the Almanac because of bets like this. Because I love this. I love that somebody was able to get the 250 to 1. And another bet out there that I saw was Kevin Stefanski about a month ago. And Kevin Stefanski has been unbelievable. Believable, I think, down the stretch. And I think he deserves NFL Coach of the Year with all the guys that have been out for the Browns. And here's here's the thing that I like about him, too. He's been 9-0 and straight up as a favorite of seven or more. That is the most wins without a loss by any head coach since 1990. So when the Browns are a big favorite, like they were on Thursday night, they don't stub their toe. They don't find ways to lose games like that when they're a big favorite. And I think that shows a lot about Stefanski. And now I believe that he deserves Coach of the Year, and I think Flacco deserves Comeback Player of the Year. I go back and forth on this Comeback Player of the Year because he played last year. You know, sure. I, I, I don't know. I know he wasn't there at the beginning of the year, uh, so I'm I'm not sure about that. But what I do know is this story with him and the Browns is amazing. And if somehow... They get this done. There's going to be a statue. There might be a statue already in the works of Joe Flacco up in Cleveland. This is going to be very interesting to see how this ends this year for the Browns and Flacco. And how awkward is it going to be if Flacco takes you on a run in the playoffs and then he's not on your roster next year? Uh, he's got to be on the roster. If he, if he, he, But if you're Flacco, would you come back to be Deshaun's backup? 
Um, Not a chance. You're bringing him back. If he's going to make a run in the playoffs, you're bringing the his only butt way back. he comes back is if he's starting the yeah. guaranteed starter. So there are two weeks left in the NFL regular season. You got the opportunity to win a humongous prize from Bud Light. Our friends from Bud Light are putting up the NFL picks contest where the grand prize is a thousand dollars, a 65 inch television, a kegerator, a neon sign. Go to 971thefan.com. All you have to do is get your NFL picks in for this week. You're going to want to do that. The other thing you're going to want to do is submit to us. Your 2023 betting stories. Go on Twitter. Let us know your best wins, your most dis- disgusting losses of 2023. We want to know. Uh, tweet us at Scotty Vegas 971, the fa- uh, Scotty Vegas 971 or the fan 971. We're going to get to those stories. We're going to give away an Amazon gift card to the best story. But next you're getting with expensive champagne for new year's or you're getting with the cheap six dollar bottle of andre it's this or that next on on the money buckeyes jackets crew and panama dead yelling about something being too hot i don't understand it either the fan ohio sports destination Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Scotty Vegas places so many bets, he can't even remember which teams he's rooting for. You're listening to On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. All right. Happy New Year's to everyone. You going with the expensive champagne tonight or cheap champagne? I'm more on the cheap side, but I will tell you we're going to talk about that in this or that in just a second. First, we've got an on the money action update brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Bundling home internet with your existing wireless plan has never been easier. Stop in to a local mobile center and find out more. Let's look at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for NFL action today. Bengals are a six and a half point underdog to the Chiefs. That game's at 425 today. Steelers are a four and a half point underdog on the road at Seattle. Kind of like the plus points with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. And maybe the game of the day is Baltimore is a field goal favorite over the Dolphins. All right, Cam, let's hit it. It's this or that. All right, guys, are you getting with for New Year's that you're willing to go out and spend a little bit extra cash on your champagne or you you like to go to the cheap route, the the single digit uh, dollar bottles of wine? Where are you, Ryan? So I like the champagne toast at New Year's. Yeah, obviously. who does That's it? good. But I'm already probably feeling pretty good at that point. So I don't think it matters if I have the expensive stuff. So I'll go with the cheap one for New Year's Eve. Save a little bit. I might uh, 
spend a little more money on the drinks I'm drinking to get to that point. There we go. Okay, so for me, I love champagne. I love it. And I've had the expensive stuff, and I've had the cheap stuff. And I don't notice a huge difference. Uh, so I'm I'm all about the 6 to $8 Andre bottles. We went to a cabin not long ago, and we loaded up with 10 bottles of Andre. And uh, that was for an entire week, not for one night. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I love the cheap champagne on new year's cam where are you um probably stick to the cheaper stuff i mean my family we drink sparkling uh grape juice so nice <laughs> so i'm sure that's probably cheaper than uh good the good uh champagne stuff all right scotty we got to talk a little more about it it was gross and i no, know no. we hate it but it was brutal the other night for ohio state so are you getting with Less than 1.5 coaching changes on the Ohio State staff this year, or are you getting with more? Over. <laughs> I am get, I'm going over one and a half. Telling you a special teams coach that needs to definitely go, and I think the offensive line needs a little shake-up, maybe quarterback coach shake-up. I'll get, take the over on one and a half. I think I'm taking the over, but I think it's going to be two. I think you're right. I think we're going to see. I think we're going. You know what? I'm going to go with three, and okay. here's why. Because I said coaching changes. I think the special teams coach is gone. I think we probably see a new quarterback coach. And I think we're going to see James Laurinaitis get promoted to a coaching position and not a graduate assistant. So I'm going more than one and a half as well. Yes. I'm sorry, but please get rid of Parker Fleming. All right, so the one thing that I did like about the Cotton Bowl was the color on color Loved jersey it. action. Okay, Ohio State in their scarlet jerseys, Missouri wore the black jerseys. I thought it looked great. I want more of that going forward. You getting with it or not? Obviously, I am. Sounds like you are as well. I'm absolutely getting with it. I am one who loves the UCLA USC, USC. blue version. I don't understand why Ohio State Michigan don't do this. Agreed. It makes no sense. Please. that they don't do this. Let's get with the color matchup. Completely agree. That would be dope for the game or um yeah, just other big big time rivalries getting their like home like their color color jerseys against each other would be really cool. Oh. All right, Scotty, I'm going to switch it from the Buckeye game. I might go back to it, but let's go to it is New Year's Eve. Are you getting with resolutions or are you not? I am. I am. I always set one or two of those resolutions. I'm going to bet more this year. (laughs) (laughs) More betting. Uh, no, I always set one or two. Usually it involves like, you know, getting a little more exercise or eating a little bit better or cutting a couple bad things out of the life. But yeah, I like to do one or two a year. How about you? I don't really do resolutions, but I'm not against them. Like, I don't think like I need, like if I need to change something, I don't need to wait till New You're Year's perfect to change the way you it. are. I am very fluffy, you know, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm not, I'm not against the resolutions. So if you want to do it, that's fine. It's not for me necessarily like if i feel like i need to change something i'm going to change it on tuesday it doesn't matter what the day is or whatnot but yeah i'm fine with resolutions yeah i forget about them by like the <laughs> second week of january so yeah i'm, I'm good on those yeah oh.
Okay, guys, I, this week, may have had the best buffet of my life. We oh, were boy. down in Ogilby and uh, spent some time with family down there over the last couple days and had about uh, a mountain of shrimp on my plate. I had mm. ham, turkey, stuffing, and then desserts galore. I had perhaps the best Rice Krispie treat that has ever been made this week. So I'm going to ask you guys this. Are you buffet people or are you? order off the menu because man did i just have one of the best buffets of my life there is nobody in the world that loves a buffet more than my father does <laughs> my father is the king of buffets so i have to go with buffets just because i grew up on them my dad loves them so yeah i'm getting with the buffet yeah buffets are awesome i mean who doesn't love like being able to get Almost anything you can think of or different types of food that usually probably don't go together or share the same plate. So I, I'm definitely down with buffets. Mm, so good. Send it in. All right, Scotty. Uh, oh, and one of my least favorite things about COVID is that a lot of pizza buffets went away. That's true. I love a good pizza buffet. Um, are you getting with the AFC champion resides in the AFC North or are you not? Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby, that's a good question. Um, boy, I, I still think Buffalo and Miami are really, really good, and I think the Chiefs are really good. And if, if as long as Buffalo gets in, they are so dangerous to me. I'm going to say that no, I am not getting with the AFC champ resides in the AFC North. I don't completely trust Baltimore, and I'll be rooting for Cleveland. I think the story is is amazing, but I'm going to say no, not from the AFC North. Yeah, unfortunately, like I said, all these teams have flaws, I believe. Baltimore, I just don't know if Lamar can do it when he needs a play. The Browns have so many injuries. The Bills, people were dead on them two months ago. The one thing I still believe in, like I said earlier, is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And I think those might be the two most important things to getting to a Super Bowl. So I'm going to get with it is not from the AFC North. I'm going to stick with the Ravens. I think they might lose today, but I think they're the team to beat going into the playoffs this year. By the way, if the playoffs kind of, if the rest of the, the regular season goes as expected based on the favorites kind of winning out, the matchups would be the Browns would play Jacksonville. The Browns would be the five seed. Jacksonville would be the four seed. And again, this is just if the favorites win the last couple weeks, you would have Houston going up, uh, going to Kansas City, the six seed versus three. And then you would have Buffalo, the seven seed against Miami, the two seed. That would be a juicy first round of the playoffs in the AFC. All right. We officially have 364 days of legalized sports betting in Ohio. Biggest success stories, the worst failures and lessons learned. That is next on On the Money. If your idea of the perfect radio show is all Buckeyes all the time, then it's your lucky day, Slappy, the Buckeye Show. Weeknights at 6. The Fan. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Sports gambling, fantasy football, and tailgating before a massive day of pigskin. You're listening to On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Okay, it took forever to get there, but Ohio finally legalized the sports betting this year, January 1st of 2023. So we've now had a full year of legalized sports betting in Ohio. And what a year it's been as the numbers have been absolutely ridiculous. Nearly $700 million in taxable revenue after the first year in Ohio. So Ryan, guess what? People love to bet on sports. And yes, they do. They were doing it uh, with the offshore accounts for years and years and years and years. And so, finally, some of them still are. So, some still are. Uh, but you know, the fact that we've got it legal in the state, they finally got it and they did it in the right way. And the fact that there were uh, a lot of different ways that people could do it. Obviously, uh, there's uh, the great casino that we love to go to every weekend uh, during football season, Hollywood Casino, right down the corner here. And then you've got uh, the sports betting apps that have it. And it, it was just done the right way in Ohio. So we appreciate that. It took a while, but it did happen. And so we want to hear about some of the crazy betting stories from 2023 and I'll start out because I remember I was doing this show uh, this was the Masters and uh, it was I believe it was Easter weekend so I was up in Cleveland doing some family things and I was hosting the show with Dave and I was hosting it remotely okay and the Masters they, there was a rain delay and so on Sunday the tournament was going on while our show was going on while the leaders were, were getting ready to tee off Kepka and Rom, and Kepka went into the day went into Sunday with a three shot lead yep well, I had a monster bet on Kepka pre-tournament. It was 65 to 1. I ended up having like $30,000 riding on Kepka winning that uh, Masters. And I was doing the show with Dave, and I was pacing back and forth. I could barely focus on doing the On the Money show because I was shot by shot by shot sweating out everything that Kepka was doing on that Sunday morning. Well, of course, Kepka goes on to lose, but... It was, which is the bad thing because I didn't hit on the humongous number, but the good thing was it enabled me to hedge on John Robb and still come away with a really nice profit for the Masters. So that was kind of my favorite betting story. Now there's some bad ones out there. I, I try to forget the ones that where you have the, the terrible luck. Like I had uh, a, a parlay that came down to San Diego State needing to win a late night game. And all they had to do was beat a winless team and they end up losing the game at home. And I remember, you know, how frustrating that was. So I had a lot of parlays that missed by one game. And that was kind of the heartbreak of the year. But uh, that's kind of my favorite betting stories from 2023. What about you, Ryan, before we get to the listeners and we're going to uh, also give away a gift card to people who send in their story. But Ryan, what about you? What's your favorite betting story from 2023? So I've got three betting stories that stick out to me. Two good, one bad. I'm, I'll start with the golf, Scotty, because you had your golf there. Yeah. And if you remember this correctly, I nailed 
the first two majors of the year. In fact, the first two majors of the year, I was playing with house money on Sunday because I had both guys in the final pair to win yep. both of those tournaments. So obviously, Rom and Kepka and, 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 and Hovland, Kepka and Hovland yeah. in the PGA. And then I don't know if you remember this either. Going into the U.S. Open, I was super high on Dustin Johnson. And he was there. He made it interesting, at least on Sunday. He was, uh, you know, a few shots back the whole time. He was right in the thick of the things. And I was, uh, I think that was like a 40 to 1 or something. Yeah. I mean, and Kepka was too in that Masters, at least, I think. Um, so that was pretty cool. Like my golf run there at the beginning Golf's of the year. Golf's the best. I love the, betting golf. The other one, I love the Columbus crew bets with me, you, and Dave. You know, yes. that we saw that, that it was still <laughs> plus 700 or 750 on ESPN bet. We all got in on it. I cashed out, yeah. if you remember. So I got like, I put $100 in for an hour and then cashed out in 175 You guys obviously stayed in uh, and you had the big win, but I love that crew bet. And then the other one, and this also involves you guys, the very first day of the NFL out at Hollywood Casino. I put in that crazy parlay, right. Calvin Ridley to score the first touchdown of the Jaguars-Colts game, and you were like, I don't know about this. This is crazy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it happened, and you yep. were like, oh, my God. And we were like, this is going to hit. This is going to hit. And it got all the way down to the Sunday. I don't, it wasn't the Sunday night game. It was a Sunday afternoon game between the Rams and the Seahawks. Seahawks. And I, I remember that the one. Seahawks to win to turn $100 into $4,000, and they didn't. I at least was able to hedge on the Rams and get my money back. But, man, that whole day, that was just so crazy. We were watching that parlay all day. We're like, I can't believe this is going to hit. And then the Seahawks let me down. That's the great thing, though, about this year. I mean, I feel like there have been so many conversations and stories about sports betting wins and devastating losses, and it's fun to share that with people who didn't used to get into sports betting. Look, I got my my sister-in-law over Thanksgiving, uh, wanted to place a bet off the free money that uh, the the basically the promotions that the ESPN bet was offering, and we ended up making her about 500 bucks. She'll never make another sports bet again, but she profited big time from that Thanksgiving conversation that we had, so that was fun. All right, we got some listener tweets in on their big wins or tough losses, and here's a couple of my favorite. So we got uh, one sent in. This is from kenton jones and i love it because this is a march madness parlay that he did and it ended up being a 173 to 1 parlay he just did unders and overs on the first day of march madness and he was able to hit an eight leg parlay that was 172 to 1 now that is pretty sweet from kenton jones again he only placed a dollar on it and, and so he regrets only doing the dollar but that is a pretty awesome win there uh my guy dan Moust, he actually did a christmas day parlay that actually was a devastating loss i also experienced some uh bad losses on christmas day he had travis kelsey with over five and a half receptions and uh should have had it unfortunately he gets five and then uh, unfortunately wasn't able to get the sixth uh but the person who i want to give the 50 dollar amazon gift card to i'm going to give it to mark condon because he like me also had brooks kepka at the masters he had a hundred dollar bet to win seventy five hundred dollars unfortunately that didn't come through but then he was smart enough to do it again at the pg 
PGA. Brooks Kepka came in and won the PGA championship at 20 to 1. So we're going to hook up Mark Condon with the $50 Amazon gift card. Very good. And lots of great stories. It's funny though, Ryan, you kind of remember the betting losses, the tough losses more than the wins. And when you yeah. do win, if you're like me, you're like, well, why didn't I put more on it? Let that's that me. Crew all, you know, that's me all the time. I talk to you. I'm like, why am I not betting more? And you, of course, being the push, do it. You yes. gotta do it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. And you and I, I, we've talked about this over the past few months. We've had a lot of one leg of our parlays get us oh. all year long. Is there anything worse than that? Losing a bet by one leg is just the absolute worst. I remember I was I was in Wisconsin. I went to the OSU Wisconsin football game, and uh, Maryland Northwestern were playing, and I had a humongous parlay, and that was the only loss. I just needed Maryland to win outright, and they got upset by Northwestern, and it almost ruined the whole trip. It, it was brutal. I, it, you know what's worse than that, Scotty? Yeah, scoring three points against Missouri. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Ryan, you had to go there. Sorry. All right, sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.com. All right, we got an exciting couple days. We got NFL today. We got New Year's games. We got playoff games in a couple days. So we are going to talk about our picks next on On the Money. Unlike your deadbeat uncle, we'll never leave you stranded in a ditch when you were six. This promo may have been a touch too specific. The fa- Some people golf on Sunday mornings. Some people place bets on the people playing golf on Sunday mornings. This is On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. We could all use a little smile after that uh, gross cotton ball. Here's one little bit of good news. Michigan basketball socks. All right, that's good. Michigan is under 500 <laughs> in men's basketball after losing at home to McNeese State. McSneeze State. So that's good. That, that'll put a smile on Buckeye fans' faces, and hopefully Michigan loses again this week in football as Alabama will be hopefully knocking them out in the Rose Bowl. Uh, this On the Money Action Update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Live betting or trying to get that player prop in, make sure you have the right internet speed. Visit a local Mobile Center store locations in Westerville by the new Target and in Plain City in the Costco Plaza. Let's look now at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for the Super Bowl, 49ers plus 225 to win it all. Ravens plus 375. Dolphins and Eagles come in at 8 to 1. Chiefs are 9 to 1. Cowboys 10 to 1. Bills 11 to 1. And you and I were both talking and comparing during the commercial break. We were comparing parlays, that is. And you said you really like your NFL parlay for today. I also like mine. What's yours, Ryan? All right. So this is what I've got cooked up here right now, Scotty. I've got, and I've, I've rode this all year i have got a christian mccaffrey anytime touchdown because i mean that's just about the safest bet in all of sports every week i am parlaying that with a las vegas raiders win today over the colts because the raiders and antonio pierce they've seemed to got something going they They believe in antonio pierce we were even talking he's probably got a little steam here late in the year i would think he's not going to because there's not enough body of work but him to get nfl coach of the year possibly what he's done there uh, i like them over gardner Minshew and your colts today i also have the steelers beating the seahawks i think the Steelers, the steelers over 500 
is another safe bet in sports. I actually have that bet. The Steelers over eight and a half wins because Tomlin has never finished under 500 in his career. And then, man, these games always seem to be close. I know there's been a couple blowouts in the past couple years, but the Patriots getting 14 against the Bills, that is a lot. Bill Belichick seems to know how to shut Josh Allen down a little bit. So I've got that four, little four-leg parlay. You put $100 on it, you're going to win 1700 Oh, gosh, I love that. I especially like the Tomlin Steelers one. Most profitable coach as an underdog against the spread the last 20 years, Mike Tomlin. I mean, he has been unbelievable as an underdog. 58 34 and 4 against the spread as an underdog in his career. It's pretty impressive what they have done there it's awesome. with him. And you know, Scotty, I was looking at this NFL. There's some big lines. Huge today. lines. Huge lines. And I am and I am jumping on them because I am taking the Bills, Rams, Eagles, 49ers, all big favorites on the money line. I think they're all going to get it done. I'm not too worried about those. I'm adding the Bears plus three. I moved the line, by the way. They're actually a three-point favorite, but I moved them to plus three and a half against the Falcons. A little bit of questionable weather there in Chicago. I just like how the Bears have been playing the last month. I think the Falcons are terrible, so I think that's a good bet. And then I put the Chiefs on the money line over the Bengals. I know the Chiefs haven't been playing well, but are they really going to lose again at home? What I, Jake Browning are you going to get? Yeah, exactly. So I went in on that, and it's plus 250. So $100 bet on that is plus 250. All right, playoff time. I'm taking Michigan, and I am going to – or I'm sorry, I'm taking Alabama to beat Michigan, and I'm also going to take Washington over Texas. I flip-flopped on that game. I'm taking Washington over Texas. Give me an Alabama-Washington national championship game. Where are you at? I'm. You know I'm the same right there. I love Washington at plus 750 to win this whole thing, and I love Washington over Alabama at 15-1 to one in the national title game. I love both of those bets. Uh, I I think Washington I this is what I've said all year long Michael Penix made Indiana a competent football team that tells you how good he is they're getting slighted uh, people have kind of doubted them all year long all they've done is continue to win in all kinds of forms and fashion I, I there's something to this Washington team I like them a lot okay speaking of finding ways to win the Ohio State hoops team last night gets it done in overtime that game was up in Cleveland atmosphere looked pretty awesome the Buckeyes get the win our next show on the money is going to be on Wednesday immediately following the Ohio State basketball game when they beat Rutgers on Wednesday. Stay tuned after that because you'll get some more on the money. Dave Biddle will be back with me on Wednesday. And uh, looking forward here, uh, New Year's resolution, more batting? I know that's yours. <laughs> I know that's yours for sure. Actually, you know, this year with the sports betting has been really fun. Yeah, uh, it, it really, really has. I've, you know, learned a lot of things, especially from being around you and Dave so much as the uh, three of us have begun to become uh, good friends and send te texts about our bets and everything. I, uh, I've i really enjoyed it. I look forward to more. Oh, it's been so much fun. And, you know, 2023, uh, not a great year for Ohio State football. Ugh. Started out bad, ended bad. Let's start the new year, turn the calendar. I hope everybody has a very, very happy new year. Cam Taylor, excellent job running the board. Ryan Baker filling in for Dave today. Awesome yeah, job, buddy. It's, it's been fun, but it'll be nice to be back with you and Bids on Wednesday. And I'll, everybody be safe. 
getting into your new year. That's the most important thing. Absolutely. Enjoy the NFL games today. Countdown to kickoff is is next for Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker, Cam Taylor. This has been On the Money. Happy New Year and happy betting, everybody. One, two, three. Here in the van is always football o'clock. Proud to be your home of the Buckeyes, Browns, and all the NFL games you can handle. The fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, 